0: Hello and welcome everybody, Kim O'Neill of KimO'NeillCoaching.com and I am back today with another chapter from The Astonishing Power of Emotions by Abraham Hicks, Esther and Jerry Hicks, Let Your Feelings Be Your Guide, another inspirational messages for today conversation here on the Every Day is a New Day show. And if you have been following along, then you know that I've just been going at a very organic uh, pacing with moving through the chapters of this book, and I know that that can be very beneficial for people who are first timers to this information. This kind of this learning how to see the world, the universe, your emotions, and your energy in a new way it can be very helpful to allow yourself to have some time to digest the information. So. If that is you, let me know what this has been like. If you have been following along with each episode where we talk more about this book and what Abraham shares in the chapters, how are you allowing yourself to sit with the information and digest it, allow yourself to come to your own new understandings of what's being said here and how you understand your own vibration, your energy, and your emotions, how your emotions really factor into all of that, how your emotions are your guide in being more in alignment with who you authentically are. Let me know in the comments, wherever you're you're tuning in today. We are live on Facebook as well as... You know what? I apologize. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. There are live episodes of the Every Day is a New Day show that will show up on Facebook, but no, right now we are not. We're not actually even live. Uh, this <laughs> This is being recorded and you may be listening on Facebook or on YouTube or on one of the many podcast platforms. So I want you to know that if you are enjoying this and you want more of it, but you prefer to, to you know, to tune in on a different platform, there are various. So just be aware of that and uh, you can find all those links at Kim O'Neill coaching.com or just simply search for the Everydays a New day show on your podcast platform online and find the different ways that it shows up. And of course, on YouTube or simply on the Kim O'Neill channel. So so good to have you here. We are moving into chapter six today, chapter six, which is titled, vibrational alignment feels like relief vibrational alignment feels like relief Mm, just take a moment to sit with that you might want to even close your eyes and take a deep breath in when was the last time you felt some relief what do you notice about your body when you feel relief what shifts within you. All good things to be aware of because then it becomes easier to know when you're not in that, not in that energy space, when you're not feeling relief. So let's dive deeper into this. Um just a, a quick recap. The previous chapter was titled Your Emotions Are Absolute Indicators. And uh, there was a section in that chapter titled, It's all about aligning your thoughts. And so might want to just simmer on that. That's right. It's all about aligning my thoughts. And then we'll take that into this next chapter here. Vibrational alignment feels like relief. And because I've been, because these chapters are so short and I've been reading the full chapter on all the previous ones, we're going to do this one too. This one's slightly longer than some of the previous ones, uh, but we can handle it, right? We can do this. So here we go. Vibrational alignment feels like relief. When we speak of vibrational alignment, we are referring to aligning the vibrations with your being only. It has nothing to do with anything that anyone else is doing. This sometimes raises a question in those who hear us say that, because it seems to many people that the only problems they have are due to their interaction with other people. So doesn't something need to be done about those individuals? It is true, you are interacting with others and often that interaction is the source of your discomfort or problem. But asking them to be different is not the answer. Most of them are not willing to change for you anyway. And even when they are willing, they cannot consistently be what you need them to be in order for you to feel good. The answer to your feeling good is only in the alignment of the energy within you. As we have said before, it is about you allowing yourself to keep up with what the larger part of you has become. For example, let us say that you are having a perfectly nice day, you have rested well, you have eaten well, and you are happily involved in a project that is pleasing to you. And then someone you care about comes to you with a problem. Not only is there a problem, but the person also thinks that you should take some sort of action to solve the problem. This could be your mate. This could be your mate, one of your children, an employee, a client, a friend, or perhaps someone even that you do not know. In this example, let us say that one of your employees, whom you love and care about, is having an interpersonal relationship problem with other employees whom you also deeply care about. As you listen to this person presenting his or her perspective on the situation, you begin to feel your happiness diminishing, your vitality diminishing, your clarity diminishing. And now you feel sad, tired, and confused. You listen politely and your mind races to find solutions. You find yourself relating to what this person is telling you as you hear his or her description of the situation and you begin to feel overwhelmed as you realize that you really do not have enough knowledge or time to gather enough information to make a rational decision about how to solve this problem. You want to gather the information, perhaps talk with others involved in order to get a clear view of the situation. But as you take the action of more discussion and begin to make suggestions for changes in policies or activities, you feel worse still. The more you listen and discuss and the more people you talk with about the situation, the more powerless you feel as you realize that you cannot begin to unravel the situation and get to the bottom of it. And while you have the power to make sweeping decisions, in fact, if they were your employees, you could fire them all and begin again with a fresh and willing new group. You can feel the futility of that action as well. While you usually are not aware of it at the time, a wonderful opportunity for expansion is occurring because in the midst of this uncomfortable turmoil, you are giving birth to expanded rockets of desire. With every part of this situation in which you know what you do not want, a counter rocket of desire is launched and the broader non-physical part of you has become a vibrational match to that expanded desire. And the discomfort that you are feeling right now, which seems like a response to what your employee is complaining about, is actually the discord between your current thought of what has gone wrong and the expanded desire that your inner being is newly embracing. The the vibrations within you are now out of alignment. And when you are out of vibrational alignment, there is no action that will solve the problem. You will not find effective actions or words, even thoughts or ideas from your place of misalignment. In fact, any of that which is attempted from your place of misalignment will only serve to make matters worse. If we were standing in your physical shoes, our every effort would be pointed toward one result. We would be looking for a way, any way to feel better. We would do our best from where we stand to find a way of finding some sort of emotional relief about this unsettled subject. Because when some relief is discovered, you are on the way to an alignment of energy there's more to read here, but what I want to acknowledge and just point out for all those who are with us for the first time on one of these chapters is that at the end of this, I am going to speak to certain points that were made in the chapter. We can have a little discussion about it, okay? Because there are certain things that I can see, I I understand at this point, but I can see if you're... the hearing this for the first time, you'd be going, what? That doesn't make sense. I don't understand that. So I'm going to, I'm going to do what I can to help clarify some of these points. Okay. Okay. Continuing on the next section in this chapter is called putting your canoe into the stream, putting your canoe into the stream. Imagine putting your canoe with oars already inside in a river and floating on the current and then deliberately turning your canoe upstream and paddling with all of your strength against the flow. And as we see you in your boat, paddling very hard against the current, we ask, what do you think about turning your canoe downstream and going with the current? And most reply, turn downstream? Oh, that just seems lazy. But how long can you keep that up, we ask. I'm not sure, most answer, but it is my duty or responsibility to figure that out. And then, if we were to visit Long with most people, they would go on to explain, this is just what we all do here. It's what my mother did and her mother before her. Anyone who amounts to anything works diligently against the current. All trophies and monuments are erected to honor those hardworking people who stayed strong against the current. And anyway... People often remind us there are even more rewards after we die for those who work hard like this. We watch you getting more efficient at fighting the current. Your muscles get stronger, your boats become sleeker, and you discover more effective effective oars. And always, we listen patiently as we hear a variety of versions on this same general theme of justification for paddling upstream. But then we always explain that what we consider to be the most important thing that our physical friends could ever hear from us. Nothing that you want is upstream. The reason we are so certain that nothing that you want is upstream is because we understand the stream. We have seen it in its origin and we watch it as it increases in size and speed. We know what the current is and why it flows the way it does, and we understand where this stream will lead you, if you will but allow it. This is the stream of life, and it was in motion before you came forth into your physical body. And from your non-physical perspective, as you set forth your intentions to be here on this planet, in this body, you added to the current of this fast-moving stream, And now, focused in this physical body, you continue to add to the current of the stream by sifting through the data of your life and coming to personal conclusions about what you do not want, which produces the natural asking for what you do want. For with every asking, whether of great or small importance, you add to the speed of the current of the stream. Whenever your life causes you to ask for something beyond what you are living, the non-physical part of you rides that rocket of desire and literally becomes the vibrational fulfillment of your request. Every question you ask causes a formulation of an answer, and your inner being focuses upon that answer. Every problem you face causes a formulation of a solution. And your inner being not only focuses upon that solution, but also literally becomes it vibrationally. If you will allow it, this stream, this fast moving current will carry you downstream to the fulfillment of everything that your life has caused you to create, for it is all there for you in a sort of vibrational escrow waiting for you to flow to it your inner being has already become it. When your life causes you to ask for something beyond where you are, the broader non-physical source energy, inner being part of you becomes the vibrational equivalent of what you are asking for. We talked about that earlier when we explained that you are continually evolving and that with everything that life causes you to ask for, your inner being becomes that expanded you. The law of attraction is the most powerful law in the universe. It is the vibrational manager of all that exists. Everything that exists, seen or unseen, tangible or invisible, electronic or materialistic, physical or non physical, is not only affected but is managed by this powerful universal law. In simple terms, this law says the essence of that which is like unto itself is drawn. Whether they are contemplating the well-documented physics of electronics or noticing that their own habitual thoughts are rendering them circumstances and experiences that perfectly match their moods and attitudes regarding all things, many are consciously recognizing the basis of this powerful law in their own experiences. The powerful law of attraction is responding to the vibration of that which the greater part of you has become. And as the law of attraction responds to the vibration of the expanded you, the current flows for the current of this stream of life is literally the momentum that is caused by the law of attraction's response to the vibration of your expanded being. The big question, the question that this book seeks to answer is what are you in your physical form doing in relationship to the vibration of your expanded self? Are you letting yourself be up to vibrational speed with what you have become or not? And that completes chapter six of The Astonishing Power of Emotions. Let your feelings be your guide. And so just take a moment to sit with that. And I'd love to know in the comments, before I share any of my added thoughts of questions that I think might be coming up for you, let me know in the comments, again, wherever you're watching or listening to this what are your questions? What come, what came up for you as you heard this? And I would not be surprised if you heard some of this and you said, wait a second, what was that? And you have to rewind a little bit. Let me listen to that again. Right. And I even, something I do for myself, (laughs) especially when I was, you know, first coming to learn all this information is I will, I, I, I use my hands a lot. I have to get visual with things and I go, okay. So they're talking about me and then the stream of life, right? And I like, I start to, I want to visualize how it all connects. And so you may want to do the same if that's helpful for you. So there was an added thought that was coming through as we were doing this. And I was, I was like, I want to keep track of that before I, um, before I lose it And It kind of, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of faded away. So I'm going to move to my notes first. And if that thought comes back, then we'll move to that thought. So what I want to share is, you know, what was coming up as I was reading this, the first thought I had is when they talk about, and this is, if you have this book, this is on page page 28, they talk about, you will not find effective actions or words, even thoughts or ideas from your place of misalignment. In fact, any of that which is attempted from your place of misalignment will only serve to make matters worse. So you might be thinking, so, okay, I need to get back into alignment, but you're telling me that there's, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can think, nothing I can say, nothing, right? There's, there's like, didn't they touch on everything? There's nothing I can do to get back into alignment. No, let me, let me, let me, I'm going to put my spin on this because they speak to this in other ways too. What they're speaking to is there's nothing outside of you. There's nothing outside of yourself that can be done. Nothing to pull from to fix a certain situation in terms of you and your vibrational alignment, right? So we're not saying that there aren't external things that can't be done to resolve a, a situation in 3d reality that's not what we're talking about we're talking about how you are feeling the discomfort you are feeling about the situation there's nothing out there that can fix you that can alter your alignment with yourself right you don't need to be fixed no one needs to be fixed ever what you can do is yes, use your words, use your thoughts to get yourself back into alignment from where you currently are. And so the best place to do that is to start with where you currently are. What are you feeling in this moment? Well, right now I'm feeling discomfort or right now I'm feeling, um, you know, it's, you know, things are hard or confusing, right? You're maybe you're upset, whatever it is, tune into where you currently are feeling And then you start to talk yourself into a better feeling space. Okay. Well, you know moments ago i was feeling fine because i wasn't tuned into this problem but i recognized that this employee came to me with something you just simply start to talk yourself into a better space i recognizing what is in this moment and i choose to feel better and i know that the answers will come as i choose to allow myself to feel better so i'm setting the intention right now to feel better and i'd love to be able to help this person out with a solution but you know i maybe i don't have anything right now but i'm going to simply allow that space to be open for a solution. But right now what I can do, you know what I can, I can remind that person about who they are and that they're capable of finding solutions too. And you start to talk yourself into a better feeling space. Can you see how just those little subtle shifts of recognizing what is, and then starting to go, but what can I do? Right? You don't have to aim for the big ultimate solution. You simply start to talk yourself into a better feeling space. And as you start to do that, looking at what you can do, what you can shift, then you start to create more ease for yourself and talking yourself into that space. And so at the end of this chapter, and I've talked about this in other videos too, um, you know, they give other examples of how you can do that, how you can talk yourself into a better feeling space, a more vibrational alignment space. And, um, Yeah. So I wanted to, I wanted to speak to that. You can use your words and your thoughts to shift yourself into alignment, but know that it's about you being in alignment with what feels best for you. It's not actively finding a solution outside of yourself or needing other people to change first, needing someone else to change first for you to feel better. It's about you being in alignment with you. And so sometimes that's about choosing to, you know, when, uh, Kind of reaching into some bigger situations here, but sometimes that might be about, um, and this was actually going to be my next point. So actually I'm going to move on to my next point. Okay. Let's move on to the next point. Cause then we'll get to what I was just trying to say here. <laughs> okay. Let's now talk about the whole canoe and the downstream thing, right? So when they're talking about downstream and the water and the current of life, they're talking about that flow of energy of life. Uh, another way that they refer to this flow of energy is the stream of well being, that there is only the stream of well being. There's only this life force energy being funneled down to all of us now and always. And the only reason why we feel disconnected from that or feel, you know, maybe feeling unwell or whatever it may be is when we start to pinch that off. And so, how do we pinch that off? We pinch that off by. Focusing on problems by um thinking things outside of ourselves need to change first in order for us to feel better. And so there are all those ways that we do that. So I'm gonna look at my notes here because I've written some things that I wanted to say, even more so about that. And so the turning downstream is about releasing resistance. When you're continually paddling upstream, fighting against the current, like they were talking about, that's you're you're <laughs> you're you haven't released resistance. You're hanging on to it. You're hanging on to the resistance and trying to fight through it, right? Cut through it, keep going anyway. And so, what they're talking about is you no, know, go downstream, release that resistance. So, here's what I want to say to that it's not about believing that you can't ever change a situation or that things will just stay the same. It's more so about what are you resisting about the situation? So that's usually about first resisting, accepting that this is the situation, that this is how things are right now. And when we stop trying to fight what is in the present moment, it becomes easier to find more aligned thoughts, feelings, and also new actions that will help us to turn things around. And sometimes it's going to and this is the point i was trying to get to a moment ago sometimes it simply boils down to changing how you are thinking and feeling about a situation because maybe there isn't anything else that you can do about it um you know be you know beyond changing another person or whatever and so sometimes it is simply about coming to terms with you know that 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 that's it that's where it ends right by you saying okay i accept that this is what is and i'm not going to be able to do anything else about it when you find acceptance of what is you go back into alignment you release release resistance about the situation and allow the universe to do what it needs to do for some situations you'll be able to take it beyond that by starting off with okay, I accept that this is what the situation is. This is how things are. Just simply by saying that. I mean, can you think of something that you've been been challenged with lately? And if you're to just simply say, okay, I accept that this is what the situation is. Can you sense a form of relief just with that? That's you opening up Not pinching off that that stream of life that's starting to release some of that resistance so that you can feel that relief. And in that opening up of that energy, new ideas, new solutions, new possibilities can come into your, your consciousness of what you can do next. And I think what's interesting is that we as humans may think that we, um, like, we could look at this two ways. We could look at it as, well, of course I accept it. That's why I keep trying to fight against it. And this is where it's just a simple flip of the switch of how you're thinking about a situation. Because a lot of times we're actually not accepting it. We're, We're continually trying to change it as it is, but we haven't yet said, okay, I see that this is what's going on. And I'm choosing to open up to the solution, which leads me to the next point I wanted to get to. So they're talking about, you know, when you have seen the problem of any situation, you then are calling forth the solution. Every problem has a reciprocal solution to it. But you might be thinking, how, where? When you're in the problem, when you're really focused on and connected to the energy of the problem, talking about it, talking about it, talking about it, you have that momentum of the of the problem going. It's a lot harder to see the solution. So, and I'm looking at my notes here. What I wanted to say. So, your next step then is to do something that will help you shift out of the energy of the problem. And this is kind of about you know goes right back to what I was just saying a moment ago. That's the value of taking a moment to pause and accept what is in the acceptance, just that first little step of accepting what is you are shifting out of the energy of the problem. You're opening up space for something new to flow in. That may simply be your own alignment. It may be beyond that other ideas, actions, things that you could do and so what are some other ways you can do that, right? Beyond saying, okay, I'm going to take a moment to just mindfully in this moment, right? Your, your greatest power is always in the present moment. So in this moment, I'm going to choose to say, I accept what is. In the accepting of it, you're not saying, and that's how it's always going to be. That's, that's, the, that's the little lie or limiting belief we could tell ourselves, you acknowledge what is which brings you boom into the present moment ah relief in addition to accepting it you can also open up that space to shift out of the energy of the problem through meditation through going for a walk through even you know you may be a person uh, you don't anybody can do this you By visualizing that, you know what, I'm going to choose to energetically release the energy of the problem. And I I energetically open up space for the solution to flow through. Just kind of another little thing to uh, energetically visualize and feel into. Yeah, set the intention to connect with the energy of the solution and see what starts to shift. These things that we say to ourselves, that we think to ourselves, we think they sound, you know, they're so simple that they, they don't place much value. They have immense value. Think about all the thoughts that you think, think about the thoughts that you think that feel horrible and then put you in a space of feeling horrible in whatever else you're now doing in your, in your life that is the power of your thoughts. That's the power of your self-talk. That's the power of your words. And so if if you could say anything negative to yourself that would have such a huge impact on how you carry out that next segment of your day, think about the power of you know what if I were to recognize the value in and accepting what is and then choosing to open up space for something new. Right? Not just not just saying, well, yeah, I choose to open up space, but really tune into. I'm choosing to be present and open up space for the energy of the solution. It sounds like it could be the same, but it's different. It's a subtle difference. Let me know if this is resonating. If this is if this is uh, clicking with you, okay. <sighs> okay, that is that concludes today's conversation. The other thing that was coming up, I think I already kind of said it it was had had to do with the stream of life the the current of life, the stream of well-being And so uh, I think I already spoke to that. I do want to say that, we have been having these conversations and if you've if you've been following on the others i've been follow them up by pulling cards and i am going to do that but not in this episode so if you would like to continue this conversation uh, you know then then stay tuned for the next episode that is and uh, in, in addition to this conversation because i will be doing that over there i wanted to keep i'm going to go ahead and keep the remainder of these chapters just complete with the content of the chapter and our conversation that we engage in. Uh, In case this is what feels most complete to you, then we can keep these conversations shorter. So I wanted to do that there. Anyway, thank you so much for being here today. Again, if you enjoy this and if this was your first one, tune in to the others. You know, Go back on YouTube. I've got a whole playlist just for these Abraham Hicks chapters that we've been going through. Today was chapter six. We've they go up to chapter nine, so we still have three more new ones beyond this one, and um, and then we'll see if I do any additional ones after that because they've got some additional content in the back of the book. But I am aiming to complete this series. Uh, For those who are with us, we are at the beginning of 2023, and I look to complete this series uh, by April, sometime in April, if not sooner, and that'll give us one full year that we have been going through this chapter, through this book, not the chapter, through the book. So um, that is my goal. That is my intention. And as always know that you are amazing. Every day is a new day and your feelings are information. Your feelings are highly valuable. They matter. And it's simply up to you to discern what does this mean for me? And what a gift it is to know that feeling relief is a sign of your vibrational alignment. Cause in that space of vibrational alignment, that's where you're in that receptive state of receiving more of what you desire. That's when you are in the flow with what's taking place in the world. If this is resonating for you, I'm going to, I'm going to share one more thing before we close out here. You know, a few years ago I did a converse. I did a, I did a talk on, um, uh, how to stay grounded, how to stay grounded in who you are, regardless of the chaos going around you. And so that's actually, I've got a couple of videos on that. And so if that's resonating for you and you want to hear more about that, um, look at some, look at the playlist on YouTube titled I was interviewed and you're going to want to scroll through cause it's, there were a couple of them done a few years ago. Uh, but you can tune into that and, um, uh, you know, I think that's going to be useful for some of you out there anyway. So I just want to share that. Okay. We're going to close out here. And if you'd like to join me for the card pull segments, uh, which I'm going to be doing separately, I'm going to be pulling cards and seeing what additional messages want to come through to support this chapter that we just read, then stay tuned for that. And I'd love to see you there too. Have an amazing rest of your day. I'll see y'all again soon.